Hey everyone, welcome to Sir Inc.'s The Experience Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything kink. We only cater to adults 18 and above. So remember, this podcast is not safe for work, or as we like to say, NSF. Remember, you can always listen to us during your private time. Hello, kinky and kink curious folk out there. My name is Sir Inc. And today, we're going to talk about vetting scripts. Okay, everybody. Today, I have my friend Shan on. And we're going to discuss something I think a lot of you guys may not heard of. Well, you heard of the vetting process, but you guys may not have actually worked on like a vetting script. And I know that's kind of like, say what? And I know a lot of people have asked me or have said to me, wow, that sounds real stringent. You know, it sounds real rigid. And I think in today's world, when you're looking for a specific type of person, I think you have to be a little rigid. And I have my own personal story that I've shared many a times as I've walked out the door of this young lady's house at 1.30 in the morning. And I decided like, listen, you know what? I'm not dealing with regular type of women anymore. I'm not going to deal with vanilla types. I'm only going to deal with submissive women. And so that's what brought, that has brought me here to this point after two years of my dating experience has been a lot better for my uh, commitment to the to that process. And then within that process, I had to ask myself five things. What are the five things that I need to make myself a better person? And what are the five things in another person that bring out the worst in me? And I think it's good to write those things down to talk about those things because it gives you more of an open, uh, it gives you more of a point of reference of what you, what you need in a partner and you recognize those things. Or if you don't recognize those things, you have to just put them in that place of just, they're not, you know, a good dating option. So without that being said, hello, Shay. Hi. And so Shay and I have been going through this process. Uh, she hit the page up one day. We, She asked me a question. And from that question, we've gone way further down this rabbit hole, further down, further, further down this rabbit hole. I think she ever thought she would go, but... <laughs> But uh, Shay, can you tell us just a little bit about yourself or or just yourself in the lifestyle? And what brought you to the page? Well, what brought me, well, what brought me to the page was I think one of my friends um, had shared one of your posts and I didn't actually know that she was actually into the lifestyle. So that was, I was like, oh, okay. Well, she's cooler than I thought. So that's when I started following you too. And I've been interested in it for a while. I was introduced to it by someone that I had met online and known for like 13 years. And then we finally had a session. And after learning more about it after that, I realized that it really wasn't what it should have been uh -huh. communication wasn't really there. So, but I did my own research and I became more and more interested in it because it just seems like the type of relationship I would like, aside from the kink part, uh -huh. 
I got into more of the deep stuff and, and that's what really drew me into it. Cool. Now from what you knew before you actually started talking to me, what are the differences? Well, it's, <laughs> it's even better than I expected actually. I mean, what I was thinking about, you know, like the respect and the open communication. But like you said, there there was there's a deeper rabbit hole to go, you know, it went down further. So right. now I learned that you're just basically true gentlemen, which is the way a man should really be treating a woman, whether you're in the lifestyle or not. Right. Now we went over now when we first started talking, um I was like, listen, if you really are interested in really getting to where you want to go you got to be willing to do some homework. And one of the things that I really like about you, you're just not someone who comes to the page like, oh, woe is me. I need a dime. Can you dime me? And all that kind of stuff. You actually was like, yo, I'm down to really learn and do some work. And so part of this, I'm going to preference this this way. One part was, Okay, let's let's talk about those five things that you need and the five things that, you know, the five things that make you a better person in another person, those qualities and the five qualities of, of in someone that bring out the worst in you. And then we went from that to a pair and a spare. So let's talk about your list of five things. And so what you put down was what I need in a man. Number one was open communication skills, a good sense of humor, three confidence, but not cocky, four very open-minded and spiritually in tune or trying to be, and number five, health conscious, clean cut. And so out of those five that you put down then, what do you think about that now? It's it's fairly the same. Um, I mean, I think a little bit more refined mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because it, it, the communication still has to be there, but also the 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 willingness to listen and understand mm -hmm. and communicate clearly and honestly. Right, right. And so I'm gonna read out the five things that bring out the worst in you: avoidance or lying, passive or being a pushover, someone who's not willing to compromise or try new things, disrespectful or distant, a man who, does, who doesn't listen or interrupts when someone is talking to them. I prefer to have full attention when I talk to you because that's the respect I give to people when they talk to me, is how we get to know one another. And so with those things all gumbled together, right? And we talked about that and we went through these almost line item for line item, I remember, because some of those things I think can are kind of like the same. And, yes. then, and then I talked to you about, well, what do the kind of men that you want, what are they looking for in submissive women? And, uh, you know, and we... You know, we had some really good conversations and, and we worked our way into a vetting script. And in that vetting script, it was, uh, 
you know, certain things you have to, to ignore. And so you've been doing your pair and a spare. Now, based upon these, this, these two lists of five things, our conversation, how has your mind changed when it comes to dating now? Opposed, opposed to before we started talking and me just kind of giving you more of an insight into what alpha males are looking for and the kind of alpha males that you should look for. How has that changed your dating process? It, <laughs> it's, it's actually been almost, what do they call it? 180? Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm yeah, I I wait. <laughs> I'm more patient. You're more um, patient. I I I'm not trying to jump into things just because I'm seeing a handsome face. Right. And thinking, you know, hoping that that they're just because they look nice that they're going to be the one. Right. You know, so I've I've stopped that, you know. Right. I've I've stopped pushing you know, or constantly trying to communicate with somebody throughout, you know, whatever the days or anything, because I know, you know, if they know I'm on their, they're on my mind, if I just check in every so often, mm -hmm. just so that I'm like, hello, you know, but I usually just kind of let them do it. I mean, I'll go a couple days without messaging somebody and a few days I get a message and I'll be like, oh, hello, you know, so having more patience and being a little less assertive, <laughs> falling in line is what you tell me it is, is, is actually really benefiting me because now um, I'm meeting people who have a little bit more substance to their conversation. Mm -hmm. Um. And if I'm having to like ask questions, you know, those stupid, you know, what kind of job do you have and how many kind of, you know, if it's, if it's something like that, instead of just a regular straight on, like natural conversation about things like that, mm -hmm. then I kind of just back off and I kind of just drop that idea right. for that person in my life because I have to have somebody who actually flows with a conversation and it's not hard to communicate because I know right off the bat, if they're not going to be able to just talk like that, right. then they're not going to be able to communicate or listen in any other kind of capacity. And, and with, you know, with the things that you've helped me learn, I'm, I'm learning that. And so, uh, not waste my time. Right. And there's something that you said that's very key. And I and I want to really go in on this because I think other women need to hear this. You once mentioned about going on a date. You was like, well, I'm gonna allow him to, you know, take you know, take the pace and boo boo. And I stopped you and said, You are not allowing him to do anything. A submissive, a true submissive woman doesn't allow a man to do anything. A man is gonna do what a man wants to do, period. Exactly. Right? And so yes. So the key is, and I want a lot of other women to understand is what you're understanding and you're having more patience with is not being in control. And it's not necessarily a control thing per se. We label it as control, but it's just wanting to see things go in a certain direction. And you're just wanting your, you guys can. You're creating resistance. 
Yes, yes, yes. And <laughs> a lot of times we can get in trouble doing that. You know, we it's get resistance. in trouble. We get in yeah. trouble projecting what we want on other people. We have to see if what those people want match up with our with our wants and needs instead of trying to pull it out. If you got to try to pull it out of them or allow them to be a man, you're with the wrong person. You're with yeah. the wrong person because a man should naturally show you his interests, naturally show that, you know, that he wants to be your friend, get to know you and all those things. Those things you shouldn't have to allow him to do. And, you know, women have to understand, and a guy named... Uh, Kevin Samuels, he puts this out there very well. Women control sex and men control relationships. And so at the heart of it, you have to just try to meet someone who has those same kind of needs and wants that you have and y'all see it in each other. But you can't force that. And a lot of guys will just play along, right? They'll play the dumb blind just so they can have sex with you until yeah. they're done right and use and use any old excuse to bail out and i get it i mean i you know i work for guys i've worked for guys since 1989 you know since Mm. most of my life and this is these are the games that guys play and unfortunately a lot of guys have gotten themselves in a way where they don't care they'll just play along just to get just to have sex and bounce instead of being a man or a man's man we will say which is just stating who you are, what you want. And if she's the one, she's the one. Of, and if she's just a friend with benefits and you tell her you see her as a friend with benefits. And if she said, go kick rocks and you go kick rocks, you know, but we, we all have to, you know, and men can be guilty of the same thing. You know, you see a girl you like, you giddy and you just want to know, you know, does she like me? You know, you, you might start over communicating, you know, sometimes you yes. don't, you don't want to, fuck shit up you know you want things to you know happen just naturally you know but yes in this dating world and as we mature 40s 50s we're not in our 20s anymore we're not in our 30s anymore where these people are just going out dating person back to back so like things for us are a little more intricate especially if you're dealing with kids working so we just can't randomly date especially now COVID as we could when we were younger and things are more serious because we're looking at, we're in a different part of our life. So we're looking like, yeah. I really want to chill and just be with somebody. Enjoy these, these years that I have oh. left. Right. But yes. what happens is if we put pressure on that, our dating experiences come across as being desperate and, one of the things that we talked about is that I don't want you to come across as being needy or desperate because that is a turnoff for men. Most men know when they talk to a woman who's very, you know, serious about her life. She's just not a, a she's not just for the streets, you know. So when you meet a woman, you know she more than likely wants to be in some kind of relationship, whether that leads to just a regular commitment or marriage, you know, women want the security of a relationship. And honestly, a lot of men do too. But it's stop trying to take everyone we meet and make them that, right? And I mean, guys are guilty of it. You meet a girl, you yeah. go, damn, she got a nice job. She's nice looking. She got this going on. 
we start adding it all up too. We do the same damn thing. And then sometimes if you over project what you think that is, then you start to want to move in a direction that they may not be comfortable in. And so people can say a lot of things. For me, you just have to wait on people to see their actions. Their actions yeah. are louder than words. So if your actions match up with your words, then I know you're a true person all the way through. But if I see that your actions don't match up with your words, then what I'm seeing is there's some character flaw there and there's something that you're hiding. And, yeah. and it's not necessarily something that you're just hiding from me because you're trying to be sneaky about something, but you got some un unresolved issue that is going to run rampant within our relationship. The further this goes yeah. down, you know what I'm saying? The more you get to know somebody and the more they have that space, you know, uh, I would liken it to, I tell, uh, when I date, I'm like, listen, I need at least to know you for two years before I can make any decision on who you are as a person and what that means to me in my life, long term or short term, whatever. Um, and also, I like in people are like houses, whether they a little house or a big mansion, and all houses have rooms. And in those rooms of people are different things that we compartmentalize. Some people don't have rooms. They just shit just running all over the place, right? <laughs> right? But some yeah. people, like I, have different rooms in my being that certain people have access to. And then there's a room that no one has access to unless I have a very intimate partner that I'm with, then they have access to that little room, you know? Right. Um, but there are places and people that, you know, sometimes you don't have access to. You have to give them time to open up to what that is. Because sometimes it's some painful shit. You know, I've heard some really yeah. bad stories. So I think time allows people to relax and be themselves. They can't help but show themselves. You know, um, Maya Angelou said, pay attention to people very carefully because most people only reveal their true selves but one time. And that's a and that's a deep ass yeah. um, thought because most people can't hide who they are. But the real ones that are masterful may only reveal their true character but one time. That's heavy. That's heavy. So I yeah. say all, I say all that to you that now that you've been doing your parent is fair and it's funny, right? Because right. you'll be like, hey, I'm going out with this guy and he's da -da 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 and he's like, No, you know, he was more of like a beta. I don't really see that going nowhere. And he was kind of down on it, but I was like, hey, you know, look, it's a parent of spare. And if he's still okay to go out with, there's nothing wrong with going out with. That's the parent of spare mantra. You don't necessarily have to throw somebody to the, you know, you don't have to necessarily be like, ah, eh, X them all the way off the list, but you just know on the list that he's in this zone on your list. He's on, he might be in a friend zone. He might be a really great guy, but relationship-wise, he's not good. But you guys can still enjoy certain moments together that may not lead to anything deeper. Now, if he's trying to go a little bit deeper, of course, you might have to have that conversation like, uh, I don't really want to go that route with you right it's not you is what i'm looking for in a man it just is not you 
you I, know, I that's a good conversation. And I think that's a, it's a, it, it can be hurtful, but you sometimes just got to say, look, it's just what I need. You know what I mean? It has nothing to do with you. You're, you're cool. But what I need in a partner, you just can't, you're not, you're not there. Yeah. And that, that, that was the last time again, as I, you know, I, like I, told you i'm not pursuing it so it was right. on him to and right. i haven't heard so it's kind of funny that you would bring that up because i meant to tell you that you know it's like see that's that one's definitely off off okay you know. right he's off the list yeah okay so we we just what we're gonna do we're gonna keep it moving right yes sir good 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 <laughs> and so how has your these the peep the guys that you come across. How has your mind changed? As far as like, okay, you know you want more of an alpha male type. If you yes. if he was into BDSM, that would be just one hundred percent great. That's a grand slam. But Absolutely. okay, you're looking for an alpha male. How has your mind changed about what you look for in a man now? I'm uh, even the, the the type of man, like the look that I'm looking for, like because no, you know no, you initially have to have some. I'm, I'm sorry, not look, but I mean personality type. Personality, okay. Um, someone who's intelligent, spiritual. You know, and and the crazy thing is, is is those are the ones that I'm starting to see, and and it's kind of crazy because it's like all of things it's changed, right. But yeah, the you know now what I'm looking for is is do you read? Right. Do you read? Right. What what kind of things? I mean, if you watch TV, what do you watch on television? Right. Mm -hmm. What do you feeding? Do you are you feeding your brain? <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, are you? What's your? What is your spiritual? You know, like. Are Based. you just, you know, Christian, Jesus, God, this, you know, or are you more open-minded about meditating and, you know, things like that? So, so because there's, they have to be open-minded with me because I'm all over the place with that. You know, I will, I'll pray to Jesus. Mm. I'll pray to uh, Ganesh, you know, I'll, I'll pray to ISIS. Right. right. Um, Obalada, you know, whoever. But it, it's it's I'm eclectic, so I can't. Either that person has to be open minded and and be okay. You know what? Well, I have my beliefs, and you can have yours, but I'm cool with that. Right. Or, be just completely like spiritual, the same, or at least close to the same way I am, or at least making working towards that. Right. Right. So, you know, that's one big thing because I cannot change my beliefs for what I've already experienced in that area. And if that's all you want me to believe, I just can't do it. Right. Um, and, you know, just somebody who I can talk to, you know, who has the same type of interest that I have because the conversations flow easy. I've been, I've been this. I've been on a second date with a guy that is into plants. Okay. Good. And yeah, so and and I'm not sure I told you about this date, but he actually took me to a nature park. Nice. So he didn't spend any money, which I don't care. You don't have to spend no money on me to go on a good date. Right. Absolutely. We not. walked. 
Yeah, we walked. We we identified plants that okay. were growing naturally. We saw snakes. We watched birds doing their mating dances. It was amazing. Nice. And that was one of the best dates I ever been on. Right. Nice. Good. So, you know, because we had a good conversation and it, we had something in common to talk about. Right. Ain't that wonderful? Yeah. You know, and I know in reality that there's going to be times in relationships where you're just going to be silent. But getting to know somebody, you have to have something in common. Right. 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 Yes. Yes. And I mean, I think that's a, I, I think you hit the nail on the head. Like, it doesn't always have to be perfect. And dates don't always have to be, you know, the traditional stuff. You know, you, you want to date somebody who had the same interests as you. And that is just a great, great, nice date, you know. And it's, and it, and it's more, it's a little more intimate in a way of you're, you're taking a walk through nature and it promotes conversation. Yes. You know, sometimes if you meet somebody out somewhere, there's a lot of there's a lot of um, things going on around you. It just it can be a lot of distractions, you know. And, and a walk yes. nature is very very nice. You know, it's not like romantic. Is for a first date. It's just it's just nice to talk to somebody and know that you know we can actually actually. Mm-hmm. Actually, to me, that is romantic. No, it is romantic, but I said for a first date. Oh yeah, no. For the first date, it wasn't like a romantic thing. It was a more that was a more that's a nice way to get to know somebody because you get that. yes, and and that's exactly what it was because the first day that we actually met, I I just happened to be, I mean, like kind of like date, but I I was like, well, you want to meet me at the park because I'm taking the girls my only one weekend off that I haven't had in a long time and. The girls can play and we can sit here and talk, but it didn't really work out that way because they kept coming up and talking to me. So it was interrupted. And I told them, I said, I would like to try and see you again. I said, but maybe next time without anybody else to interrupt us so we can actually have a conversation. Mm -hmm. And that's what he came up with. Nice. That was nice. See? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So that was cool. He's he's on the (laughs) A-list. There we go. He's high up on a pair and a spare. My, He's on the A list. My friend Layla would be so proud. She's gonna be so proud when she hears this. She's gonna be so proud. Okay, so thank you, Layla. Right, right pair and a spare, pair and a spare. And yeah. so, um, I'm gonna ask you now, what is next? Like now that you're out, you're you're doing this. It's kind of working. Where do you see things going for yourself? What changes or, or what changes do you think you need to implement to get to where you want to go? Or or everything's going fine right now. Don't don't rock the boat. The dates are coming, the 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 kind of dates are coming to you or what do you what do you think? Um well, definitely, I feel like I'm on the right track, so I feel like I might need a little tweaking here and there, but I don't know, like, where it's going to be. Probably as those questions come up, mm-hmm. you know, I might ask you. 
oh crap right. <laughs> i'm feeling some kind of way right. Right. what's going on right. so you know, and you know i always tell you keep your feet on the floor yeah right. you go out you start feeling real i'm like listen just keep your feet on the floor yes and and and, and but i'm gonna you know when i ask you help me but you know it's like i know i'm going i'm losing control so i appreciate <laughs> that yes <laughs> That's good. And, and so, you're you're helping me to learn to be aware of when I am losing control. Yes. So. Yes. Yes. And I think you know when you are and and you have your own way of saying reel me in. Which is good because because yes. you're you're thinking about it and it's the way you lay it out that it would definitely trigger a man who's a, a dominant man who's who needs to pay attention to the signs. We'll say, hey, 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 what we doing? What we doing? Feet on the floor or, you know, tighten up. Whatever it is, you know, dominant men have a way of, of being in tune and seeing that and saying, hey, look, yes. think about this. Chill on that. Because that one guy you was dating, you was like, oh, I like him. He's sexy. But I was like, yo, he's horrible. He's horrible. You couldn't see it. And I was like, yo, he's yeah. horrible. I was like, uh-uh. Well, don't mess your life up. You got a lot of good things going for yourself. Do not interject his bullshit energy in your yeah. life. You know, <laughs> you got a lot of good things going for you. And so, lastly, I want to ask you about uh, your health journey. And I think that's crucial for a lot of people that may be listening to here. But you've been on your weight loss journey. We're not going to talk about where you started to where you're trying to go. But right. you're definitely more healthier you're eating healthier your energy has been better your personality has been better and yes. you're, and you're and you're much more confident and i think and i think that you have been attracting different quality of men based upon all those things things are going great for you in your life you're losing weight you're eating healthier you're doing you know you got a job that's more physical so it helps it helps all that. I think everything's yeah. moving that way. How has that, how has this journey been? Can you just talk about that? Cause I also introduced you lastly to Michelle Fagatoffi's uh, website and all her yes. work and her health journey. Um, yeah. Can you just talk about that? Because I think a lot of women should know, cause there's a lot of talk out there like um, women, uh, plus size women aren't attractive or, they can't really be submissives or if you're not this certain body type, body style that, you know, men may not be, you know, men don't want women like that. And uh, there's a lot of guys throwing some, you know, just craziness out there. But men do want women that are fit, you know, uh, especially if you have a man that's into health and exercise himself. And so... Can you just talk mm -hmm. about, can you just, you know, just speak on your journey a little bit and I'm going to end it. I'm going to end it with that. Okay. Um, well, I've, I've been doing a journal. Mm -hmm. You you've, uh, instructed me to do a journal every day with my meals, mm -hmm. how many steps I've had, mm -hmm. how I've been feeling through the day. Um, I also incorporate like my work and everything because a lot of it is the physical part right. <laughs> is my work it keeps me going. So um, let's see, I started it. Uh, we started January 21st. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and I hadn't weighed myself until, oh gosh, I don't remember what day after, but it was a while after. Okay. And I probably had lost maybe like 10 pounds. No, probably about five pounds from the time that we started this to the time that I weighed myself. Mm -hmm. And um, so when it was like January 26th and I weighed myself, I was 171. Mm -hmm. And um, as of what, two days ago, I told you I was down to 159. Right. Yes. So... But just doing the, you know, just doing the journal, because I can go back and look at this stuff, mm -hmm. you know, and see where I was and now where I'm at mm -hmm. and, you know, see what did I eat that day and how did I feel that day? Okay. Or what did I eat the next day and how did I feel the next day? And did that correlate with what I ate the day before? So it's helping me keep track of what I want to eat and what I don't want to eat because... Mm -hmm. I'm trying to stay away from breads and carbohydrates and all that junk. So it's helping me to, to just focus on making sure that when I write that stuff down, that that's actually was the healthy choices. Right. Um, and I'm feel I am, I'm definitely feeling more confident. My closer, I've just exchanged a pair of shorts, two pairs of shorts that I bought that were a size too big that I had actually sized down, which is why I bought them. And then I had to go size down again because we put them on, they were still too big. Right. So that felt great. <laughs> right. Good. You know, even the skin is looking a little bit more firm. You know, I'm not seeing the little lumpy bumps of right. the cellulite and all that. So right. it's, it's focusing me. Good, good, good. And I, and, and I think that it, a good thing, is which is what you're saying your journal is for a lot of times i know uh people might hear journal he just wants to journal he just wants to see no is is all this stuff i always say is a journey about yourself and i think the thing that yeah. that you have realized and that i made you focus on is that this is about you this isn't about you just trying to find a dominant man because to find to find that counterpart to yourself, you have to find yourself. And if there's something you want to be the best version of yourself and, yeah. you're, and you're working towards that and you see the results, not only do you see the results physically, but as you're reading through this journal, you, you're reading back in a journal of how you've progressed. And, how I've been feeling. And what you've been and how you've been feeling and you're yeah. in a better place. And I'm so happy for you. And again, um, a lot of times you give me a lot of, a lot of, um, you know, kudos and, and praise for, you know, just, just helping you and giving you a framework to work toward, but it's really all about you because a lot of people do not want to do the work. And I am happy that you, uh, decided to do this little podcast with me because I think it's important for people to hear that if you do the work, you'll, you see the results, you feel better, you do better and you attract better people to you in a lot of, yeah. in a lot of different ways. Yeah. It's like you said, you know, I mean, I, I want in my, in my needs fit 
you know, and it's because of our age. We got to have, you know, we got to be fit. Yes. Because we're getting older, you know, our, our bodies don't work like they used to. So right. we have to be fit. So that's important. It's not right. a, it's important to be fit. Right. So you told me you have to be what you want to attract. Yeah. So I have to be fit. Yes. I can't attract somebody if I'm the hut. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't feel confident when I'm feeling like I'm looking like job of the hut. So and and confidence <laughs> comes out when you're like having sex when you're intimate with somebody. Confidence leaks out in so many different conf yes. confidence or lack thereof or insecurities come out at bad times. And when you're in a situation with someone and it's intimate those things come to the top and that stagnates the good time that you could have been having. Yes. And so I'm, I'm just glad that, uh, to, to see your progress. And I'm, I'm thankful that, uh, that you actually decided to take it serious because this is something that I've been wanting to do is really create a kind of, uh, vetting, not protocols, but vetting script, a vetting script. I really wanted to put put together a vetting script that people should uh, come and uh, really take to and get them a framework on how they should go forward in their journey um, in every different way. Yeah. Physically, you know, spiritually is something that is to, to each his own, but no matter what your base is spiritually or religiously, you can do all this off of that as well and still attract what you want. And, yeah. And I, I'm just glad to hear. And I'm glad you brought your journal up. I hear you flipping through your pages. I love, <laughs> it. I love it. I love it. You know, and I appreciate that you you chose me to do this with. You know, I'm I'm learning a lot, and I'm, I'm <laughs> I have major gratitude. You know that that you chose me to help you with this. No, you chose me. I mean, you know, the the way it works. Okay, we can argue about this all night. Yeah, no doubt. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Well, I mean, you know, the universe put you, at, made you ask me a question, and now we're here. And so yeah. we both yeah. definitely needed each other at the same time. And uh, I love the results. And so I'm going to keep bragging about it. I'm going to post this up. And yes. uh, see who wants to, you know, I don't have a whole lot of time, but... If someone really needs help, I think they should reach out to someone like myself, whether it be male or female, and just really be ready to do some work. Uh, and not just the work that the dominant or the dom gives, but, you know, the work that you know you have to do yourself to get yourself where you want to be. Yeah. Can I tell you something really quick? Yeah. What you're teaching me is trickling down because I'm trying to help my friend. So oh. I've been giving her some of the advice that you've been giving me. Oh, good, good. Um, yeah. Good. Um, good. Some of the relationship situations that she's going through right now. Good. So, yeah, I thank you. Good. Glad, <laughs> I'm, well, I'm glad she finds it relevant. Good. Yeah. Good, good. You know, if you ever need me to talk to her, let me know. Definitely. Okay. Well, thank you, Shay. I appreciate you so much. Everybody, you know how to contact me. You can check me out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, SirInc.com. 
come to kingspace.net. We, you know, we letting it all out over there. Uh, check out Dirty Right Makeup, whatever you need. She Thanks loves it. He loves it. It's quality. And uh, just keep looking for better things. Thank you so much. That was quite an experience, wasn't it? Tune in again for a fresh release of Sir Inc.'s The Experience Podcast.